0: This is the Pangoda Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Pangara Podcast. Today we have part one of an extensive interview with Furtile Shakin. The team has been around since 2009 when some of the dancers were only 12 years old. This first part is really going to cover how Furtile was initially founded, how they changed from their original name to Furtile, how a bunch of 8th graders got together and started one of the most successful teams in North America, and a lot of the early and growing pains they dealt with. Also, we talked about where the came from. As always, be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Discord, at the Pod, and most importantly, subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We started our conversation with some brief introductions and a list of the OG Vertile, in all their peach was glory.
1: What's up, guys? Uh, this is Gersimran. Um, been with Frithile since the start, 2009.
2: <laughs> what's up? This is Sunbreed. Um, I joined late 2009, early 2010.
1: Hey, what's up? My name's Saab. Um, I joined in 2016 after college. What's up, guys? I'm
0: Surya. Uh, I joined Frithile. 2016, pretty much same time as Saab.
1: And I made a list because I wanted to make sure I recognized everybody who um, joined um, part of the original. So we had Dave, Vic, Daman, Sunpreet, Arun, Bobby, AJ, Sahil, Nirmal Datoli, the Tolly, Manishi, Sunny, Parmvir, Sakraj. And I hope I didn't miss anybody, um, but I, I, that was like the original core um, that we had started with. The question everyone's wanted to know how did Frithile start? So, a little bit of background on myself. I, um, like a lot of kids, just grew up doing Pangara culturally because it was part of the family. Um, my dad's alumni group, um, we used to have um, parties every once a year um, within Michigan, and I would go there and perform with, with the Pangara team that was kind of there. So, it was like something I was kind of already doing, but there came a point where I started watching stuff like Z Bangra or Casa Junction and I think GTV in the very primitive days and like I was like yo I really want to just be on stage it wasn't even anything about like winning or like proving anything it was just like yo what they're doing on stage right now it's sick I just want to get on stage somehow some way so I tried with, with that team that kind of was initially part of um but uh Didn't have luck with it, uh, whether it was, you know, parents didn't want to or whatever the case may be. It was just a little difficult to get to that point where I could be on a stage competing. Um, And through that, that's where the idea initially inspired. And with the support of um, my sister, especially and my family, they were like, why don't you just create your own team? Like, if you're not getting this opportunity, and maybe because I was too young in eighth grade and who the heck would think an (laughs) eighth grader, (laughs) an eighth grader.
0: Are you telling me you started for at the eighth grade? In eighth grade? That's the summer before.
1: So this is like
0: oh my god, probably
1: before like for is forming. Like either I had just finished eighth grade or I'm transitioning into ninth. Some some period around there. So, dude,
0: how old was Ar- like, Arden? Like was like one of the like, more famous members of For How was a guy in diapers at this point? Like how old was he?
2: I I joined I joined when I was. 15 or 16 which meant he was 12 or 13 oh my god so i remember hearing like uh, like whispers about this team right and then i think i hit up sims after that and it was actually on btf i hit i hit sims up on btf i think i still have that message but but i remember Sims he he typed up this long message and he was like oh we'd love to have you and this and that but at the end of the message he was like at this point we're only going to add you as a reserve like we don't. We don't argue <laughs> he was like he was like we're just gonna add you as a reserve for now, and then if you're good, we'll you know we'll bump you up to full time. Uh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I was like all right, straight. I'll take it. It's good enough for me. <laughs> And so, yeah, it just, just kind of went from there. And then that's that's how I joined mm-hmm. the team.
1: The conception of like Furtile, like coming together um, before mm-hmm. even the name, because I'll, I'll tell you one thing right now. We started with Nachadeh Punjabi Gaburu. That was the name oh, that boy. initially NPG. came, um, right. that we started with. And yeah, so I think we had Nachadeh NPG um, at Bhangra Fusion and Jawani. And mm-hmm. then after that, I believe we changed it when we went to... Musty Bunga fusion we didn't even get accepted and then we asked if we could be exhibition or i think we applied for both and we okay. that was just like you know the feeling that we always wanted let's just get on stage and then yeah. we started yeah. getting that and then we got accepted to um Juhani. and then i think mm-hmm. that's where we first had her like lesson of like <laughs> how you should you should actually go to comps a little bit more prepared like the week of you shouldn't be like telling how to do the move um yeah. we had um manu shout out manu harsimran from pdds who um guest danced with us at that time Banj daryawand og detroit live pangra team um mm, where okay. we we picked up a lot of stuff from them and he yeah, essentially yeah. um one of the guys i knew um and he came through for that comp juani which was in Br- mm. uh, brampton i believe or somewhere around there and i think like the week he came in um like the week before we left, he's like, what the hell, you guys are, like, learning, like, how to do the moves properly, like, the week of that you're going to the comp, like, next time you should not be doing this shit. Um, yeah. And then, like, when we went to tech time, like, there was so much shit, where, like, you're just calling out our dancers, like, for, like, fucking up, like...
0: Endless shit. So, I'm just like imagining this like 20 year old yelling at like 15 year olds. Yo,
2: you fucking suck! What are you guys doing? That's exactly how it was. Like, we we weren't old enough to drive ourselves to the competition. That's how young we were. (laughs) Yeah, our parents (laughs) drove us. And then we wanted Arun to dance, but there was an, an age limit of 16. Now here's where the
0: interview gets a bit difficult to follow since we kept jumping back and forth not really naming the years of all these competitions So I'm going to chime in every now and then and tell y'all when these comps were and just clarify any confusing information So, Joannie was in 2010 Later during the summer of 2010, Big Apple happens Then VPD happens in 2011 And then a month later, MLIB, also known as My Life is Bhangra, occurs
1: Big Apple that summer and I mm-hmm. think, first of all, we were just so excited because I think we were still riding on the, like, yeah, we weren't placing, but, like, oh, my God, we're going to comps. Like, this is cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. Really okay. exciting. And then I think that's where I think we initially were, like, okay, we need to, like, kind of pick up what we're doing. Like, we were clean here, but we got feedback that, like, our formations were, like, literally in one spot, like, the whole time or one segment. Gotcha. Like, you guys aren't really doing anything cool. Um So we tried to add a little bit of flavor to that when we got to VPD. VPD was where we snapped. We went to Big Apple again, the second one. And that's where Sampri had mentioned earlier, one of the turning points where we placed, we got our first validation. We tied third with DCBC. And that was the biggest thing. So we kind of did have a high that, oh my God, we like got third um, and we like we we can do this. And then we go to VPD and then we fall flat. And I think Mm. that's why there was like that turning point of like, we tasted success a little bit and Mm. then um we fell flat again and then we were just like no like this this is not going to be acceptable
2: so so just to preface vpd i think vpd was in north carolina or south carolina one of the two and we we had just driven down like 20 hours the night before or something like that and so we're yeah so we and we had a bunch of car trouble and so we were already kind of like frustrated and then the competition happened and we're like okay it's been it's been a while now and like Sim said, it's like the high of going to competitions, it wore off. Because at this point, it's been about a year and a half or two years.
1: And and one thing we always kept on hearing, too, was like, when you guys get older, you're going to be sick. And I think that's mm-hmm. something that also frustrated us. We were like, we're tired of hearing this. Like, we know we have the talent. We know we can do it. But, like, mm-hmm. why can't we do it? And I think that moment was very special because I think Sumper and I knew, like, something needed to change. And then from there, like describing the room I think we just told everyone like hey we're meeting in this room come through Mm -hmm. so like wherever anybody could find a seat they were sitting and then it was just me and Sunpreet talking of like this is not happening anymore and like it was more of the tone and more of the vibe that we gave the team Like, like we are either like this is not gonna work out, or we're gonna fix our shit and and, and get it together. And I think it was more so the later, like, we're gonna get better. Like, I don't think we gave up on keep on going, but there was definitely a change and like we wanted it so bad. And Mm -hmm. Sumpri and I let everyone know in the room that we all can do this and we wanted it and it's gonna change. And I think Mm -hmm. we had never had to talk like that before. And everything just changed. I remember the practices after that, like Sumpri and I pushed everyone like crazy, like we had never done before and like, Mm I don't think everyone would be bought in that system if we didn't have that talk. Like if everyone wasn't on the same game field, because practices changed in terms of how we ran them. Like we were like, we are going to go hard. We're going to be the hardest workers in the room. Let's push ourselves until like we're absolutely out of energy at practice. And I remember like that was the first time like we were like laying in that Salem cafeteria, like out of breath, like we pushed ourselves. And I think mm-hmm. that also just shifted like our, our focus at practice our feet yeah. used to get so freaking dirty i remember and like people's warts and shit and like i think when we were like stretching in circles we would see it and people would show like yo this warts nasty <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and we oh. had to go through loopholes to get that freaking oh, spot because like there yeah. was i i wish i remembered more but like there was like an off uh Counselor or something that we had to go get something signed in order to be allowed to use it. And then we had to use Sonny because he was older, one of the um like he was 18 of age and we were still younger, so he was technically like our guidance, um, or mm-hmm. whatever. So like we had to get this yeah. form signed and sometimes we wouldn't, and we have to go during lunch to get it, and then like sometimes people would come and ask, like, what are you doing? Like, I remember the security guards would come and it was <laughs> it was a whole mess. No, my God.
0: Talking to the Futile guys. VPD was a huge turning point for the team, but the big question remained what did they need to do to reach that next level? Ask them where they looked to.
1: I, th- I think a lot of it was honestly organic. Yes, we, so many examples like seeing Toronto teams like SGPD, NJ, like watching them have success, we mm-hmm. definitely picked up on a few things of like,
2: People in the scene, I guess they they saw something in us. I don't not to get like cheesy and stuff, but nah. But dude, you were like five years legit. old. If I saw yeah. a five
0: year old fucking <laughs> murdering it, yeah, I was kind of like, yo, I want to talk to this kid.
2: Exactly, exactly. They and they would come up to us and be like, yo, you you guys are really good. And then they'd you know they'd go off and be like, oh, you should really try this, or you should try this, or you should try mm-hmm. this. And so we had a lot of people that were looking at us uh, like these little little guys running around. Mm -hmm. and they were like if if you do this this and this it'll help and there was a Mm -hmm. lot of that willingness to share um share with us and 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 we just kind of soaked it all in Mm because we didn't know what we were doing so so we tried everything and then kind of naturally we we figured out what worked and and then we just ran with it
1: so i think it was more of like we knew what happened but now we had this new energy so it was more of like we have a competition coming up how can we go change the narrative how can like this is I feel like where, Fritile, where we really became Fritile. and I, I think that energy that passion the practices leading up um, even to a point where we didn't I don't think we even realized how good we got um, until like we got to tech time and kind of saw everything like holy shit like we actually brought like a really good product and I think um, team was clicking chemistry was really good everyone had bought in the system um, and we were ready and like I think a lot of people told us this that when we walked in to that mixer, like it wasn't like like a negative feeling towards anybody or anything. Like we were still like those happy kids. But when people saw our faces, they were like, oh shit, these guys are here to um, rip that stage apart. Now we're jumping to the placing
0: ceremony at My Life is Bangara 2011, also known as MLIB.
1: Well, I'll go real quick. I'm always skeptical, and all the teammates know this. I'm always like thinking worst case scenarios. Anytime you see me when placings are going on, like, I'm just like very nervous. So
2: I don't, I, I can't say that it was surefire that like we walked on stage when the for the award ceremony and we were like, I could just give us first. I think it was, it was more like, it was more like, okay. Uh, they called third, they called second. Like it, it's possible it's us, but it's also not possible at us it's us. And by the time, like you, you have all these thoughts going through your head, they announce it and like, you just go crazy. And so, and so like back back then, I mean, winning first wasn't even like a, it, it was a goal, but it was one of those things where you're like, oh, this is, it, it was just a dream, you know, but but then when they when they announced our name, that was when it's like, okay, oh shit, this is real.
1: Just an, I mean, I I know I remember I was in awe the whole night, mm-hmm. like I was just mm-hmm. like, whoa, like, holy crap, we just won, and I think. Mm-hmm. Less. I than think, did did Sid judge that? Cup, oh, or was Sid
0: judge this car. <laughs> yeah. It was
1: that means that means that coach the coach judging definitely was definitely less important.
0: Than That's right, yo, <laughs> fucking Sid. So Sid Pundit
1: has been judging for the, the list, list since two thousand and twelve. <laughs> <laughs> One other cool thing that had happened at this time was, um, so at that point it was kind of just me and Sundri kind of doing everything. From this point on, I remember we had more people start helping within the team. Um, and they started contributing more. So Sakraj, Arun, they were really, hel- and Vic, those Sakraj, Arun, Vic, they were really helpful in terms of choreo, um, and just ideas. And they really started bringing a lot of unique ideas to the table, um, that took stuff to the next level. I think, um, I forgot what performance it was. It was one of the big apples, but like Arun just snapped and like, he like went on this trajectory where he like became so good freaking good and like all these things were like happening like we got more help from the team our dancers were getting better um, and so each comp we were just like what can we do more now so we figured out how to win now it was just like what what can we do to add on to um, what we're doing and build our own identity
2: I guess not huge but that was, that was one of like the the criticisms that Sims and I got in the early days it was like you guys are doing everything on your own but, but you're not letting uh, anyone have input you know And so we started it it was I guess it was almost kind of like that control thing of of where like it's your baby and you don't want to give it up. You know, you want everything your way. Um, And but but I think like opening it up was one of those things that really, um, again, buying into that system where where everyone is is putting in a little bit so so that you are really truly invested in, in the final product.
0: We're now entering Big Apple during the summer of 2012
1: we grew like that we tied with um sgpd that summer um they were like our version of like spd like them and uh sgpd and nj one biggest moment that happened to me and they may or may not remember but i remember me and somebody talking about it was i think after tech time they came up to us or something at big apple and they were like yo these kids got a lot better like and that just hearing that from them irrespective of getting that second or um tying with them, we were just in awe. Like, dude, we've looked up to you guys since we were started Bhanggara. Like, you're one of the reasons we do Bhanggara. Like, And to even say that statement, like, I think high schoolers, it was just like, wow, like, you guys acknowledged us? <laughs> like, holy crap. Mm-hmm.
2: So, like, they, they were there when we kind of started. Okay. And so so them saying, you know, them t- telling us that we got so much better, just like I think a year and a half or two years later was, was like – I, I think that's why it was like really truly so special because they they uh, they saw us from the beginning and like where we started mm-hmm. and then and then we like we we kept seeing them over and over again at, at various competitions I think musty they were at um and then we saw them again at um at, at big Apple and I think that that was one of the, the big things like sim said um and, and
0: now we're entering the fall of 2012.
1: Um, so this is where we had a shift where um, some of our dancers or uh, we didn't have as many as the core people before we needed some new dancers. So this was actually okay. another cool part where dancers came from Wolverine, Bhangra, Um some of our boys mm-hmm. on that team.
2: Just, sorry, just a quick frame of reference. This is w- when most of us are entering college. So gotcha. freshman year, freshman year of college. And that's kind of why a lot of our dancers dispersed and they went all, all across the state. But... This is why we we needed new dancers. Oh, okay.
1: They had been doing collegiate pangra for a while and they were just seeking something new. We kind of knew them and it was like a perfect mesh. And like when they joined, like it doesn't always, chemistry doesn't always work out, but like we were very fortunate that when they joined in, like they literally became our brothers. And like till this day, like those guys are our brothers. And I would say they're like, if that first list was, like, the OGs, this is, like, the OG 1.5. Like, they're just, if not the OGs, like, they're they're part of it, too. Um, sure, sure. And with them, they had experience. They had danced before. So we didn't necessarily have to train um, people from Raw. But, like, mm-hmm. they brought in a good vibe. Like, they, it was just, like, you're getting dancers coming in, and they're ready to go. We had our system. And, um, yeah, we just kept, like, some that same vibe. We kept riding it out.
0: Although there weren't any team chemistry issues, they did have to make some changes going from predominantly high school dancers to predominantly college dancers.
2: Yeah, so we we went okay. from we went from I think practice, uh, I think three or four practices, two hours a week, to doing I think almost twelve hours within two or two and a half days.
0: Uh... So it was it was legit.
2: <laughs> it was legit like Friday night after after school from like eight to twelve. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday morning from like ten to two or ten to three. And then oh, fuck you. And guys, then man. I think uh, I think Sundays I would- we left for school. Sundays we left for school. And like okay. and there's there's okay. I remember this this one weekend specifically, shout out Akon. He he wanted to go one of the, to one of the football games. And so he's like <laughs> So he's like so he's like, yo, and it, it was like it was like a week or two before a competition, right? And so Simpson mm-hmm. and I were like, there's no way you can skip, right? We're having this practice mm-hmm. no matter what. Yeah. So he's like, okay, yeah. how about we if we shift it, right? So instead of doing like 10 yeah. to 3, how about we do 6 to 10 or 6 to 11? 6 a.m. Mind you, after <laughs> after after a, a practice, after a Friday night practice from 8 to 12, 8 p.m. to midnight, let's do a 6 a.m. to yeah. 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. practice. And we were like, we were hesitant, but we were like, okay, let's let's put it up for a vote, you know, to to the team, and we we voted for it. And like, I mean, credit to everyone, everyone showed up. We had the practice; it was a proper practice. But like, but it's like that that's the lengths we went through, and like that.
1: But before that was MCB, um, Mm. and that's where we had our first like after a long time like our, um, like 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 a not not a placing. It was tough. I mean, you know, you're doing, dancing in front of your home crowd. We're used to success. Um, we know how to do things now. Um, I think to a fault I, on my end, I think this is where finding the balance mm-hmm. of like creating something new versus keeping versus um, not keeping. And I think that's where things got a little tough where we had a set, which we took to Big Apple and. And then we kind of modified it for TDOT and BBC and it worked well a, there. A, and then we went to MCB, which was pretty soon, like I think within two months, like in January, um, people were kind of on Christmas break. And I think just we, we put something together. We, we went on stage, didn't turn out the way it did. And I think it definitely like I we all definitely felt it because it's we had gone, we had gotten so much like love outside of our state at all these comps we went to irrespective of placings and i think when we went to mcb it was kind of like a lot of us didn't get to place in front of our parents at all those comps and we had an opportunity and it was just like you know you really wish you could have capitalized on that
2: i mean we we started flipping things that that we probably shouldn't have flipped and, and we we threw away solid segments that you know we we had cleaned we had everyone just kind of knew it like the back of their hand they could dance with with their eyes closed and hit all the formations it it just kind of put us uh, a step back from where we were a couple months before that
1: a lot of these successful teams like they'll do one comp a year and i was like okay that makes sense but if you're doing so many like xv is actually a great example i think you guys did that pretty well where even if you do something fresh like you'll clean it to the t from one comp to the other even if we haven't seen it before and i think Mm just finding the balance of like, okay, you do need to clean new shit if you're going to put new shit in at the sacrifice uh-huh, of an old segment. Uh-huh. And I think just that transition was kind of rough. Bangada was also becoming a lot at this point. Like, we weren't at the point where we were sick of it, but like, we just went through like a full half year of competing and then we're on winter break. So like, not as many of us came together to all those practices versus gotcha. the summer before, five mile radius, everyone's together every day.
2: Yeah, and like you, you, you have dancers, you know, that want to go to the football games, they want to do this, they want to do that. But the problem is the only time we could practice is like Friday and Saturday, which is prime time doing other shit, doing college shit.
1: On one hand, we were like, okay, we didn't place. But then the, the other part of it was like, you know what? Like we watched it and we talked about it after and we were like, we really didn't give our best effort forward and we could have done better.
0: Now at this point of the conversation, I really wanted to save these sillier questions for the end, but I was cracking. So I randomly just spill halfway through because I just had to know. When did the shings start? So for the uninitiated, Furtile has a few famous gimmicks that are unique to their team's identity. Trampolines are one of them. And more famously, the...
1: So that was, um... Before MLIB.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, I remember it was one of those situations where we're in the that cafeteria that I told you about and like just playing music and be like, yo, think of whatever core you guys can think of. like Let's see if we can yeah. think of anything cool. And I remember one of the groups was Bobby and Sakraj. And like we all started presenting our stuff. And then like Bobby and Sakraj did that move. And then we were just like, yo, this is sick. And then from there, the idea literally just went in that set. We added that sound effect and then I don't think we knew it was going to hit as much as it did or become of our identity, but like I remember th- that group and I think I'm pretty sure it was them too. Like they thought of that Shing and it was like, I think, I think the song was Patsutya by JK and the second verse, I think that verse, I think that's where they did it. Um, and then the rest is history. And then I added the Shings and the music and
2: I had one at home and i i brought it and I was like let's think of something with this and then we we tried a couple things you know we tried like uh, we tried crisscrossing and we tried everyone jumping on like one by one and we tried this and that and then we finally just settled on um i think the first time well actually all, all the times we we just settled on one person jumping onto the back and then two people going ham and like putting it into a mirror segment because like we didn't know how else to incorporate it so we're like mm-hmm. you can throw whatever you want in a middle and it's usually okay
1: so like i think okay. we were also kind of seeking something fresh ourselves like pangara okay. has been done a certain way like what can we do to be outside of the box and i think that's where those funky ideas started coming from where it's like what can we do that's something different
0: all right back to the real questions so now we're going into the fall of 2013 and the cracks are starting to show dance is starting to graduate and Fortile has to start pulling more and more out-of-town dancers to fill rosters.
1: It wasn't, we didn't, I don't think we had 12 ever fully. We're all at a different stage of our life at this point. I think we've, we've been done doing Bhangra for like six, seven years at this point, And I think a lot of us were rearing the tail end of college. That was a long time we had done Bhangra. So... You know, some people were thinking about retiring. Some of us were graduating. It was every, it was like a different priority for all of us. And gotcha. I can say for myself at that time, I didn't understand that change that well. And okay. I didn't handle it that well because I became so focused with winning um, mm-hmm. that that change kind of I didn't pay as much attention to the different moving pieces versus just wanting to win. That took the fun away from the team because it was all about winning versus why we really started this team in the first place it got
2: to the point where placing wasn't really enough it it was it was always that battle of practice or have fun at college practice Mm -hmm. or have fun at college or or not even college but like outside life because it was like most of us most of us were at school from monday through friday and friday night through saturday night was practice and then sunday was like the one true day we had to do something and even then, it was like we were so exhausted from practice and school. Sunday was just a, a day to catch up on on uh, on shit that we had just left behind throughout the week. And it, it just got to the point where it was like, not not everyone was bought in anymore. Like not mm-hmm. everyone was giving that that full time, and, and people were done with the placing, and and they had done it, and so it was time to move on.
0: Now we're talking about T dot in the fall of 2013 and MCB in January of 2014.
1: That was definitely one of the funnest, yet also one of the most frustrating points that we had as a team. But um, 20, we went to WBBC, and then, so we didn't compete for super long. We didn't compete that no. summer. And that year was similar to like MLIB, whereas it it's like, we're, we're gonna snap, we're going for the dub. But I think that's where we started becoming like, let's aim to win. That point, we, we felt really confident, like coming off of dot with that win. We took that same mentality, we went to MCB. And, you know, I, I think it was definitely tough. And like, for sure, when we went to that judges meeting, like our faces were pissed like we on our end we like at some points we, we felt like the competition wasn't fully described as a folk competition we knew it was mm-hmm. folker. felt like we hit the checkbox and everything and then mm-hmm. we added a few creative things here or there and maybe mm-hmm. we didn't do our moves in a sequence of like eight or the, the exact sequence they should be but we felt like every mm-hmm. other checkbox we checked off like we we're the cleanest. We felt like we were the cleanest. We felt like we had the best energy, but then we just felt short in the traditional category because we decided to do a couple extra things for our home crowd. It was a, it was a robbery. It was a straight robbery. I, I'm, I'm being honest with you. I was there and I watched every single team perform. It was a straight robbery.
2: So we kept most of the dot set. We cleaned it, we refined it. We, we changed up a couple segments. But it was like we we felt good like we we were we felt you know that that mlib level where where we walked into that weekend feeling like okay we own this we're gonna run it and we're gonna make sure we win first that was one of the moments that was probably one of the competitions where we were furious like we had we we did it's it's we did everything right we we stuck to our system everybody was everybody was just clicking having a good time but for whatever reason, the, the judges didn't think so. And, and that was, mm-hmm. like, one of the times we were pissed.
1: To our credit, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. I don't think me and Sompree, like, yelled at them when we were there. Like, we were pissed, and okay. we asked questions, but that's something me and him would never do.
2: Like, we would go to these Toronto competitions, and people would lose, right? And and the team that lost would show up with bats to the hotel. <laughs> what? Legit. Legit. Like, that's happened. Oh, my God. And, 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 we, were, and, and we were like, okay, like, at that... Even even like at that point we were like, okay, if, if you're gonna show up with bats and like have a fight over it, like what's what's the point, you know? Like we, we never we never wanted to turn into that. Like we we saw the shitty side of people and we never wanted to turn into that. And
1: you know, and we didn't. Yeah. But like but it was still on our faces, and for some reason that was like taken out of proportion. Like you guys acted like this, you guys did this, and like it was really just on our faces, and I I don't think a lot of reflecting on my part in the later years to kind of come through this kind of um, thinking and mindset and I encourage like if any other captains are listening to this and you go through something like this like try to reflect it like I think you'll realize later on in your years.
0: Now Purun Pangara is a huge competition out in LA during the summer. It demands a creative and production based performance. First time for Thiele goes was in 2015 and they don't compete. At all, the entire following season, preparing for Bruin twenty sixteen,
1: but basically, so twenty fifteen happened. We went to Bruin, and twenty fifteen rolls around. Um, we take a, a decent set. I think it was really clean. Um, maybe not what the rubric wanted at that time. Like I realized after that, like really outside of the box, you got to figure it out. But that was a loss where I was just like so frustrated, where I, I felt like. Bruin was the comp I wanted to go back and win again like that was it that and that's where on my end the focus became like I just want to win Bruin I just want to win Bruin and and that's it and from there I got a little crazy with it and I think that led to I don't think we competed all of 20 we did WBC before Bruin but after Bruin 2015 we didn't compete at all because I think at that towards the end of that we needed so many dancers that we were kind of outsourcing, borrowing, that it wasn't even like the original full core. Um, The first time we went was more, we still had the mentality that we wanted to do well there, Um, but I think it was, a lot of it was just the excitement of being there um, while still wanting to win. The second one more was where it was really stressful, like, I think we, to a sense, we went away from what we did best just to think of such creative ideas, and I think, that put so much pressure on all our dancers like I remember like the worst feeling was and I I, I know like <laughs> first half of the podcast was kind of like all, all this other stuff but I think it's important to share this too I remember we had our um, projector and we kind of left it in the hotel and I just remember all of us feeling a certain type of way where we were just like we had a huge gimmick where we were going to show like a face through uh, smoke and like mm-hmm we had forgotten that and then at that moment we were all just like you could just feel it something was kind of like not there that we always had and i think that was like a really tough moment um to kind of soak in um
2: no one had chemistry you know not no one was on the same page literally not not no two people were on the same page it just it just didn't feel like for way
1: I think we had like three types of people on the roster. One group was really excited to just be there. One group mm-hmm. wanted to really win. One group was kind of in the middle and not sure. And I think for the most part, it was just like us kind of running practice and everyone just like, like everyone was just kind of confused, I feel like.
2: Our practices went from making sure all, every single dancer was there the whole time. It went from, you know, our practices became eight people at a time or six people at a time. Yeah, and so it was It was like, there was, I think there was maybe a hand, you could probably count all the practices we had as a full team on one hand, and most of those were actually in California.
1: It was either me or Sakraj, one of us, like, went too hard at, like, yelling at the team, and I mm-hmm. think that's where, like, I think Sampri came up and told us, like, this is not, like, what um, Fertile is, and I think at that point, it was just like, whoa, like, we... I took the fun, like, we, we took the fun out of the team, like, what it used to be. And I think that that's probably the biggest moment that, like, made me realize that things could have been a lot better. And when Bruin finally ended. On on some cases, it was, like, relief. Like, thank God this is done. Like, mm-hmm. this was so stressful for so long. We had this target on our back for a year. Like, thank God, like, this is over with. Um, In some cases, it was, like, more, like, let's go let's try again like I think it was just like the out of calibration like people like it was so many different feelings but I think a theme throughout was probably like thank god this is over with it's like that Bruin shirt I forgot what year they brought it out it was like thank god I survived Bruin I think yeah I I know for myself and I think all the guys on the trip can probably say say this about me I definitely did not handle it well (laughs) like I was just like not talking to anybody like I remember we went to our friend's house and like everyone was going on trips and I just was like not talking like I was like it was, like I was being a jerk <laughs> like to be honest at that point like it was just like I did not handle it well.
0: After Bruin 2016 the future of was shaky. Not many of the corn dances were left and Fortile actually had to hold its first tryout since 2011. And then? And our first um, comp that we kind of got the opportunity to dance at was 6 2016. And I remember in the group chat, they said, like, uh, we'll be taking two of you guys. And then all of (laughs) us are like, yo, (laughs) yo, none of us are dancing. But and then we come to we come to the next practice after they say that two thing. And then we hear. Yeah. So everyone dropped. All you guys are dancing. (laughs) So we joined for delay, right? But but now we're for delay. <laughs> <laughs> so are we are we even on a good team or has nothing changed?
2: <laughs>
0: <But> <laughs> Subscribe to the podcast to get the next episode of the Fortile Delay interview as soon as it's released.
2: Thank you for listening to another episode of the Bungerda Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Please help us out by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser, as that really helps others find the podcast. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all of them at the Pod. If you want to know what else is going on in the podcast world, sign up for our newsletter and join our Discord server to get exclusive content you won't get anywhere else. There will be links to all of those in the show notes.